0: I'm Peter Martin. And I'm Adam Manis. You're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast.
1: Daily jazz advice coming at you. Today we're going to talk about or
0: give you seven jazz musicians with beautiful sound slash touch.
1: Now wait, are we going to talk about it or are we going to give them seven well, jazz Well, music? I'm always saying we're well, going say to say give them. I
0: know, I'm going to give them. It sounds like I'm going to hand deliver either an album <laughs> or a human or something. Let's just talk
1: about it, right? Okay, let's talk yeah. about it. our favorite jazz musicians with uh, beautiful sound and touch. Um, you mind if I kick this one off? Please. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, this is a little bit of a maverick pick for sure, <laughs> but uh, Keith Jarrett. Can we call him the great Keith Jarrett at this point? I think we can. Yeah, definitely.
0: If he was here, it'd be more Mr. Jarrett. <laughs> That's right. I think it would be appropriate, but...
1: No, I mean, every pianist knows, as soon as you hear this guy, that he is uh, a master of the piano. Only pianists know that? Well, any any music. I mean, if, you, Only if, musicians? You're, if you're a human being that breathes oxygen on this planet and has working ears, yeah. you can probably tell that Keith Jarrett is a master of, of the instrument. He makes yep. the piano sing, uh, yeah. unlike almost anybody else. And, you know, I've personally heard him live and heard him play a chord, and you just melt. You know, he yeah. brings out notes in the middle of the chord somehow that oh, are just the right notes. And he does that all the time. Yes. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think that his his sound and touch are so great that, you know, the the first time I saw him live, he actually kind of pissed me off right before the performance so i was a little bit salty yeah I was a little salty dog before the gig and it was like man he's not going to be as great as his recordings now i'm going to really see because i was backstage at the istanbul jazz festival in, yeah. in turkey beautiful outdoor ancient theater um this summer and i was backstage and i actually stayed an extra day in istanbul uh just to see him yeah. we, we had played the day before maybe i mean stayed two days um and also got to explore istanbul which is pretty cool but I'm there backstage, and I actually knew, uh, you know, the guy who was the director of the festival at the time, and everybody was really excited. And right before Keith Jarrett arrived, they um, – Kind of came backstage and said, um, you know, Mr. Jarrett doesn't want anybody backstage. And I was like, yeah, that's right. All you extra people get out of here. Musicians only. And the guy's like, including the musicians.
1: In fact, mostly the musicians. He said specifically Peter Martin. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So I was like, what? And so the the director of festival was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Here's the ticket. You can go out. So I kind of went out to my seat with the commoners, like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And then, you know. Keith Jarrett sat down, and, and, you know, it was with Jack DeJohnette, Gary Peacock, of course, and just played some of the most beautiful, masterful pianos, so I couldn't even really be that pissed off. So. <laughs> All right, so number two. Um, I want to jump to another instrument, because this will be fun. Can we rotate around? Absolutely. Instrument? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I want to go with Tony Williams at the drums. Mm, that's a good call. Yeah, so, I mean, Tony is, is I mean, such was such a master drummer and such a beautiful human being. He... Um, but was really known i think for the, his cymbal sound but also then his touch and that's what we think about with drummers but really all the the drums and the hi hat and everything i mean i think a great any of the great drummers that are known for sound and touch it's always about everything it's never like they have a great touch on the cymbals and yeah. then they they suck on the bass drum it's not like that Yeah, even if you think it's just the cymbal sound, it's (laughs) not. It's everything else. I think we think of that because, you know, like thinking of how like he would dance on the cymbal and stuff, but it's all part of the same instrument. And I mean, and, you know, the range that he had, I I got the the pleasure of hearing him live a couple times. And it was like, you know, the range from just the softest, most tender thing to just huge, bombastic things really, you know, mastered the possibilities of the individual instruments and then the, the entire thing.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I think everybody on this list today now that I'm looking down and scanning what we have ahead, you know, they're all like Tony in that it, this is all about chops and amazing technique, and it's not about chops how you think of chops of playing fast and burning and loud and high and fast and blah, 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 all yeah. that stuff, but this is a, a deeper level of chops of of dynamics and feel and touch at every level of dynamics, mm. all over your instrument, the whole the whole technical spectrum. Um, and, and that's going to bring us to number three and that's Ray Brown. And I don't Mm -hmm. think there's a more beautiful bass sound in Mm -hmm. the history of jazz. I mean, that, that is, to me, that is how a bass should sound. Yes. And that's probably unfair to every
0: other bassist. Well, no, but it's, no, I think it's, I think it's accurate. And I think that you hear, I mean, I'm thinking of some younger bass players that can, that, well, I mean, most bass players, if not all of them are influenced by Ray Brown, um, in in usually somewhat overt ways, but I'm thinking like Christian McBride and and Rodney Whitaker, um, Bob Hirsch, like where you really hear them channel, especially on certain types of tunes, not only raise, you know, interesting lines and and bass lines and approaches, but really that sound. I mean, he had such an influence because of the range of sound and, and how his touch was that, you know, maybe it's not as much associated with the bass, there being that much range there. Yeah. But he really showed show where it was.
1: Yeah, and I think you know part of this too with Ray and with all of these players, it's it's the sound and the technique to getting sound, but it's also their choices as they're playing. Mm. You know, part of a big part of his sound were the shape of his basslines. Yeah, and how he crafted that, and and that's a you know you can kind of always hear a Ray Brown influenced bassline They have those certain movements. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
0: great. Uh, number four at the trumpet, Winton Marsalis. Who? Well, Winton Marcellus, some yeah. people say. I'm unfamiliar. I've actually asked Winton. I was like, is it Marcellus or Marcellus? He's like, Yeah, bro, it's both. That's what he told me. I was like, What? How can it be both? He's like, either one is cool, because I'm laid back. No, um Winton, I think, you know, is somebody that's really been admired from a very young age, apparently, uh for his incredible sound. On an instrument that does have I mean, how your sound is is such a big part of, of your playing. We talk about the bass. Of course, it's great if you have a Ray Brown sound. But even if you just have an okay sound, if you've got a great pulse and you play the right lines, you're going to do well. Yeah. With the trumpet, if you have a just an average sound, it's it's not really fun to listen to, you know? Yeah. So, so Wynton kind of stands out among, you know, a very small group of trumpet players. I would even say there's some great trumpet players that, that don't have his level. I mean, he may have, like, Ooh, am I allowed to go hyperbole? Hyperbole alert! We need like a, a, a it should be some
1: kind of button. No, yeah. I mean he
0: may have like just the purest, most beautiful trumpet sound of the modern era for sure.
1: I mean, of all the greats, of Louis Armstrong and Clifford Brown and Freddie. Ooh, Harper, I wasn't going to go and, all the way back
0: and compare. Ooh, I was just saying. I'm like, not. Was, I'm not okay. comparing him to anybody. <laughs> okay, but
1: you know, Nicholas Payton. Like when you think of great sounds on the trumpet. Um, I mean, it's hard to argue that he doesn't have... It's beautiful. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I mean, look, that's what we're saying. We're not saying seven jazz musicians with the greatest sound touch, yeah. well, a sound and touch, or the most individual even, but just beautiful, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Winton's sound is very individual, too. You can tell it's him, which is great. Yeah. But, I mean, he's just got a very warm... Uh, sound And then, you know, to your point about the bass, too, like he also is the, the no choice is his technique, his finger technique and stuff. It all
1: works together to have
0: some great things happen. Yeah.
1: Well, for number five, I'm going to go with someone who has uh, certainly has his own distinct sound. Uh, and that's tenor saxophone is Stan Getz. Mm. Uh, this is a player that, you know, within two seconds. That Apparently he was a player. Kind of, well. <laughs> a bit of a player. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, everybody knows that big, warm, breathy sound yep. the stand gets, the famous bossa nova recordings, and then also, you know, swinging tenor saxophones yep. as well. Um, and there's no getting around that that's one of the more beautiful sounds in jazz. Yes.
0: When I think now that we're getting to some horn players, this is fun. Well, yeah, you know, with bass too, but like we started with, with uh, piano and drums, you know, the intonation thing is not as big of an issue, although it, it does have something to do with, certainly, drums and how Tony tuned his drums, but, like, with trumpet and saxophone, intonation is such a big part, and, I mean, Stan gets a great intonation, I think, as I recall, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah, 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 for sure, um, and, you know, Wynton is interesting because Wynton plays, like, most great trumpet players, sharp, but his sound is so good, and it works so well with his style that it kind of works, it's fr- you know, when I used to play with him more it was always, like, a little bit um, startling at first Because the piano We can't change the tuning on it And yeah. like he's just always A little bit above it But it's so Like his intonation His relative intonation Is so good And his sound is so good It just works for some reason
1: Yeah but don't you think That sometimes those Treble clef instruments That are meant to be On top of everything Yeah Like violins sound yeah. good Just a hair sharp yeah. well, they all think so For sure They definitely
0: <laughs> do And then when they get In a section It's just like The Forget mob it. mentality Takes 449. over 449 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Exactly Um, So we've got one, two, three, four, that's five. Good. we got two more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's go to guitar. Sure. And, I mean, a lot of great choices here, but uh, I'm thinking Pat Metheny. Just saw him play recently and was reminded how, you know, what just a beautiful touch that he has. And I think for Metheny, maybe it's, um, and maybe this is a little bit of a guitar thing, but like the phrasing you know has a has a big part you know we probably should have talked about that with Key Jarrett too you know piano and guitar a little bit is guitar a percussion is percussion instrument because piano really is a percussion instrument i think guitar is in the string family it's a, it's plucked, a string, string family. family pluck. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's got a little bit of percussive thing and a similar thing to the piano in that to really bring out the great sound it's not like the trouble where you can play one note and kind of shape it and and, and make it your sound, it really becomes about the phrasing and stuff. And Pat Matheny is such a master of just beautiful phrasing that brings out his beautiful sound and touch. So expressive and such a unique
1: sound, too. I mean, let's not forget that when he... Sort of developed this sound that there wasn't yeah. any other sound like it. No, really. there weren't
0: three thousand like yeah. you know guys with long crazy hair trying to <laughs> yeah. imitate him. Like, no, we
1: <laughs> we take that for granted. That's how influential I think he's been. Is that yeah. there there are a million copies.
0: And know. I think Pat has always been a Pat, I call him Pat. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Your friend Pat. <laughs> yeah, he's um, you know he's a really good example of bringing in technology. Although by today's standards, he's not he's a very like unplugged kind of player totally but like you know you know kind of a lot of amp sound and some effects and stuff to be to, to really enhance the sound and become a part of his sound not get in the way of it like a lot of players do yeah. but certainly more technology than any of these other people but in an effective way i would say
1: yeah well i'm going to round out our list with uh, a vocalist and that is the great <laughs> ella fitzgerald Nice. I think uh, one of the the most beautiful sounds, um, probably in 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 music, <laughs> is Ella Fitzgerald's voice. She just doesn't have a weak part of her voice. There's no, you can't tell where her break is. There's mm. no dipping in tone or texture or color anywhere in her range. She's got a huge range, yeah. and down low is gorgeous. Up high is gorgeous. Everywhere in between is gorgeous, and she makes uh, amazing choices. Uh, and, yeah, I can't imagine a, a more beautiful sound than that.
0: Yeah, and I think when we talk about sound and touch, like touch for for piano is, is very obvious because you're touching the keys for trumpet, you know, the embouchure, for bass, the touch of the the finger, you know, the plucking of the strings. And I would say for vocals, like especially with Ella, it, the, the touch part is still sort of there, like like how she would start notes, like the approach and like just that ability to kind of whisper in at times and just hit it when, when she needed to. I mean, really, you know, treating her own instrument as an instrument because that's what it is, the vocal yeah. instrument. Uh, and then, you know, she's a great musician and great understanding of music, too. So it's like you have that the same thing like for everybody. You've got that combination of a great
1: instrument and, a, and great music behind it. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, that whisper in it. I mean, she almost had a, you know, classical technique of when you think of a great violinist, they're more... You know, the shape of, the, of, their, of their tone is towards the back. It's not on yeah. the attack, right? It's like they have this beautiful swell. Right. And she definitely had that. And, and, and we still had the great attack of a great jazz musician. You know? Right. Well, that's why they called her the great Ella Fitzgerald.
0: <laughs> so this is interesting. I just realized we had a former, uh, this was unintended, I think, a former husband and wife on the list. Uh, oh, yeah. Stan Getz and Wint Marsalis were once married. Yeah, I that's don't know right. if you I knew that. That. <laughs> that is a really interesting fun fact. <laughs> no, <laughs> Ray Brown and Ella Fitzgerald were married for a period and had a child. Ray Brown Jr. Oh, there you go,
1: most swinging child ever.
0: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot, lot riding on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's it for the list. We hope you enjoyed it, and um, you know we're doing a big six star push. Did you know
1: about this, Adam? I, guess I, I, talked, I had um, not heard about this. Have oh you yeah, you mentioned
0: this before. Yeah, well, we're going for uh, <laughs> we're going for six stars. We're trying to we're actually trying to to damage the Apple podcast <laughs> servers. Love you, Apple. Big shout out. What's up? Um, but, you know we're just we're we're looking for a little bit of love because we're n- you. I mean, I don't want to put it... Oh, we don't get enough love around here during the week. This has nothing to do with our family <laughs> life. We just, you know, we're in here, we're working, we're making the podcast. You want to lay down, awesome. man? Or you, you no, 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 no talk about it.
1: We're looking for some love on our reviews. Nothing wrong with that. That's mm-hmm. right, that's you right. Know. Yeah, please leave us a rating and review. Six stars if it's possible. It's not, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you're you're anti- or 6 too. Aren't you? Uh, you can also go to you'llhearit.com if you want to get in touch with us. Just say hi, give us a lesson suggestion. Uh, we're happy to uh, answer as many questions as we can. On you'll hear it.com. Um, also, we're still running our uh, our. I mean, still it's just only been two
0: days. It's only been two days. Like It's been a lifetime. It's probably going to go on
1: for a <laughs> while too. Uh, our popular uh, discount for all access, the all access pass from Open Studio. That's every single course. Uh, you know, we have a ton of piano courses from our man Peter Martin over here. We have Jeff Keiser. Uh, Keys. We have Christian McBride on the bass. We have Sean Jones on the trumpet. Greg Hutchinson. We've Sean been- Jones' new course, by the way, have you seen it? It's Volume awesome. two. It's I w- awesome. I worked a lot on it. Oh, yes. that's right. Yeah, you, you produced right. that course. am oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's really good. It's and I don't really weird. like that nerd trumpet stuff sometimes. <laughs> but this course is no. I mean, he's getting into like interesting musical stuff. Yeah, it's true. But there is that one episode. I'm gonna say trumpeters should avoid that one about the the Arbin book.
1: Oh, non-trumpeters. Don't Yeah, you non-trumpeters. Near. Sorry. Yeah, trumpeters, you need to get on that. Yeah, for real. Yeah, if you're, just avoid that. Check everything else out. You know. Yeah. Well, but anyway, so you can get the annual uh, all-access pass. You can save 10% if you put in, you'll hear at 10 in the offer field, uh, offer code field at checkout. And uh, yeah, you'll hear it.